TheCurlyT.com. Welcome to the offshoot of the TheCurlyT.com podcast. As always, sponsored by me, myself, and my empty purse. Well, just looking at my bills, I'm getting upset. And if you noticed, I'm trying to get my NPR voice ready and in good shape. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing, child. I am kidding. This won't be any type of soothing podcast. This will be a podcast where I routinely go off on all types of subjects, topics, news, politics. I may tip my feet a little bit into the religion pool, but like I said, this ain't gonna be me talking all nice and sweet and kind. Because there is a lot of things, just like the rest of y'all, that I wanna say about a lot of different topics. And that's what this podcast is all about. Now, right now, this is tentatively called Fix It Jesus Sundays. And I ain't even all that religious right now. And I'm just putting this disclaimer out here right now. You may not agree with all or anything that I'm saying. That is fine. Just so long as you know that this is the United States of America and we all have a constitutionally protected right to say what we want to say and have the opinion that we have. Just as long as you're respectful, I don't care whether or not you agree or disagree. Just putting that out there. So if you are the type of open-minded person that I know you truly are, you won't take what I have to say personally or try to become a troll or seek retaliation. Because I know for a fact you are an open-minded adult who can handle when people don't agree with you. So if you are such a person, please, please, please keep listening for more. Oh my God. Most importantly, I am going to need Jesus to fix the Duggar family. What were you thinking when you gave that interview, making excuses for why one of your kids was molesting other kids and then trying to get the victims, your other female children, putting them in front of the camera and confirming for everybody who they are and what they went through. Got those girls in front of the camera crying about this situation while you are making excuses for what your little cutie pie Josh did to them when they were children. Did y'all see that interview? I only saw clips of it and I am outraged. Out freaking raged first off i'm not shocked at all that they ran into the loving arms of fox news because that's what they do you know they get into trouble and then they run to a place more sympathetic to them and their cause and then there were no really serious hard-hitting in-depth questions like say for example there were no questions that a chris matthews would have asked them do you know what i mean and the father What's his name? Jim Bob or Jim whoever? Jim Duggar. Got on the TV in front of a camera and told everybody that his son was just curious about girls. Vice is presented as fun. And that the little girls didn't know really anything 
that happened because they were sleeping while he was inappropriately touching them. This is a nation of laws. The law is our weapon. I just, I, I... Your community standards are far above this depraved material. I am trying not to have every other word out of my mouth be a curse word right now. So, you're going to hear me try to take deep, deep breaths and speak in a more intelligent manner. But it, it will be very, very hard. Because this is ridiculousness on another level. You would have a fit. A F-I-T fit. If this were anybody else who did this to your daughters. And we all know that you would have a fit. Because everybody feels that way. Unless they're crazy themselves. Or unless they have sexual unless they behaved inappropriately sexually or raped somebody else you would be having a fit if this were some creepy guy who tried to explain to you that oh he was only touching your daughters inappropriately when they were asleep so well it doesn't matter or so well it's not rape because you know that dude that was creepily touching your daughters while they were sleeping they were he was just curious he was just curious about little girls and so he touched them. You would be having a fit. But your own kid does it and comes to you. He does it more than once and comes to you and your first instinct is to try to lie and, and conceal and keep him in the same situation. You put your other daughters at risk trying to protect this boy and now years later after all this has you know come out and you've been embarrassed and your livelihood on your reality show is now in question you come out and do this ridiculous interview talking about oh well you know it was nothing like rape so it was just inappropriate touching so they were asleep so and I'm reading some notes from a story that has been reported about this online. And apparently the Duggars described their son as a, quote, sheep that had gone astray. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What I've seen of people, most of them are pretty selfish. It's like you don't care at all about your daughters who were the victims here. And then you're trying to convince all of us that the real problem is the fact that the information was leaked. No, the real problem is you and how you didn't handle this situation the way you were supposed to handle it. You decided to protect your one son and put all of your daughters at risk. And then he was saying the father, the patriarch, the boss, the master, I don't know, whatever you want to call him. What I say goes, see? I'm the law around here. He was saying you know, his son just isn't really a pedophile because, you know, pedophiles are grown people who prey on smaller people. And so since technically Josh wasn't an adult, then technically he can't be a pedophile in his father's eye. First you duck and then you cover. And what was so dastardly about the whole thing is that you had the girls, the victims, the girls in that family in front of the camera purposely out there trying to defend the actions of this kid. 
trying to defend their brother's actions and acting like it's the media's fault for reporting about this. I thought I told you to kill that story. Like, I don't know what the true situation is, is between that family, but something's going on. Something has gone on. Because this all happened even before they got that reality show. So that family was dealing with whatever they were dealing with before somebody put cameras in that house. You know, how dare you? How dare you even put cameras in front of those young women? For whatever reason, like we don't know why they're saying what they're saying. Maybe they're saying this because they don't want to publicly be seen as turning against their family. We don't know what type of, you know, if, if there were allegedly any type of threats of being isolated, of being, you know, disowned, whatever the situation is, if they had not gotten in front of that camera and tried to convince all the rest of us not to take this as seriously as it is, and they all want to hide behind religion talking about, you know, Christianity is about being forgiving and moving on and trying to live the best life, girl. Man, I just, I, I cannot. I can not understand how these people want to use religion to bash and to try to judge other people in their lives and what they decide to do and try to uh, be, you know, generally hateful to people who don't believe what they believe and don't feel how they feel, don't, aren't socially wired the way they're socially wired. You want to have all this, all this judgmental attitudes about everybody who's doing other stuff and your family is a freaking wreck. It's a mess. It's a fool. What I've seen of people, most of them are pretty selfish. It's ridiculousness. And truth be told, this is why people get so heated and so hot about this subject. If this were a regular family going through regular problems and this somehow came out and became a, a media story, then okay, people would be a little bit more um, reserved in their opinions about the situation. But you have been so mean and so hateful and so judgmental to so many other groups of people who don't fit your political uh your political views or your religious views whatever you have espoused in public you've been so ridiculous in your judgments towards other people so when something like this comes out everybody who heard you say that terrible thing about this terrible person will come back and say, oh, okay, well, while you were trying to preach about what a family is supposed to be, your family was a freaking wreck. A fool, a mess, ridiculousness. Vice is presented as fun. And that's why people have such a visceral reaction to this. And to be a mother, to be a mother, and to get in front of a camera, and look the American people essentially in the face and try to make excuses for your son's behavior towards your other children to get in front of what type of mentality do you have to get in front of a camera and do that and not expect people to look at you sideways and not expect people to look at you like you're crazy and not expect people to want 
to have someone outside of that family inside investigating in some type of way to make sure everything is all right. Now, people have said it's, it's mighty convenient that they waited until the statute of limitations have run out. You waited until it was not possible for people to prosecute you in some way or prosecute your son in some way. And now all of this is coming out. This is a nation of laws. You waited until the, the long arm of the law couldn't reach out and grab your neck before you started to talk about this. And you have placed your daughters in a position to be defending their molester. I just cannot with this family. And, and, and what's so killing about it, nobody knew which girls were the victims until this interview. Like nobody knew exactly which, which girls were the victims of this until this interview. And apparently this, it wasn't a one-off thing. That's one, two, three, four sisters and some outside person. The babysitter or whatever they were saying. Mm -mm, I don't like the looks of this. So this is repeated offense. I mean, quite, quite, I don't know. Somebody need to be checking to make sure ain't nothing going on right now. And I'm, I'm, I am dead serious. I am not making any type of allegations. I'm just saying. Keep your ears open. Keep your eyes open and make sure you know what's going on. Keep looking around. Try to find out what the score is. Because he was already a repeat offender before he was an adult. And and I'm gonna need TLC to sit down too. TLC is the station, is the, the um, station that shows the reality show with the Duggan family called 19 Kids and Counting. It is, from what I know, one of the most popular shows on that station and they haven't come out and said completely that they 100% will cancel it so they're trying to play flat fast and loose and trying to see th this is my theory they're trying to see whether or not the public is going to get tired of this story and move on and then they'll slowly slip it back onto the air that's my theory I have no inside information but they're gonna see how how the Duggars can possibly spin this or turn it around so that the show becomes viable again so that the show can be put back on the air and they can continue to get those ratings instead of seeing this for what it is and saying that we want no part of this we think it's ridiculous we think it's creepy we don't want to be involved in any way shape or form with putting these people on the air on our station the show is too popular for them to outright cancel it and that is disgusting in itself because we already know for a fact if the show was on its last legs or if the ratings were terrible, they'd have snatched it off in a heartbeat. And there would be no going back and forth, no hemming and hawing about whether or not it should be completely and 100% outright canceled. But again, that money gets in there and clouds people's judgment all the time. Follow the crowd, get the big money. You make a pile and raise a pile, that makes another pile for you. Follow the crowd. We've reached a million, two million, five million. Watch us grow. And maybe that's the situation with these people. Maybe they're trying to save that TLC contract, that TLC show, that money that they're getting from the reality show. Maybe that's why they did the Fox News interview. I don't know. I have no inside information. But that's my theory. That is my opinion. And they're still having people in the media defend them. Like Mike Huckabee, who's currently running for president. The following is a clip from CNN. 
Uh, you have Mike Huckabee, GOP candidate for president, coming out with a long statement today on Facebook. Let me read you part of it saying, good people make mistakes and do regrettable, even disgusting things. The reason that the law protects disclosure of many actions on the part of a minor is that society has traditionally understood something that today's bloodthirsty media does not understand. What do you make of Mike Huckabee coming out and so vehemently defending this man? You know, what really irks me about Mike Huckabee's statements were at the end where he said, uh, we need to run toward families like this at mm. times like this. Well, what do you make of the fact that Mike Huckabee points out and others have said and the parents said, look, this was a he was a child at the time. He shouldn't have done what he did. It was completely wrong. But he was a child. And, and, and they talk about sending him sort of away for a while to, to stay with another mm -hmm. family. Um, and he's a whole another situation in and of himself. I need him to sit down all together. Nobody cares about you, Mike Huckabee. Sit your ass down somewhere right now. And we know for a fact that if this were a democratic family, a liberal family, you would be going crazy. Your head will have exploded 10 times by now. And you would be taken to the air and railing against any station who dared, dared, to try to make money off of this. All of Fox News would be screaming from the rooftops about the liberal media and how they're letting that family get away with dastardly, disgusting behavior. But since it's one of y'all's, let's all circle around and embrace and hold and protect instead of calling it what it is and not having anything more to do with that. I just, oh. in a world where I've had to sit and watch so many people say so many terrible things about, let's say Bill Clinton, or so many terrible people say so many terrible things about Barack Obama. Let's take that as, as an example. Barack Obama was paddling around with terrorists. Remember that? Barack Obama was, you know, somehow indoctrinated into, into this hate for America because of his preacher, Reverend Wright. And you wrapping your arms around this family who protected one of their own and put all of their other children at risk from being molested? How is Mike Huckabee not palling around with child molesters and palling around with co-conspirators? Get out of my face with this. I just can not. I just can't. It makes me sick because I know what the coverage would be if this were a liberal family or if Barack Obama was caught protecting or trying to speak up for a family that did the exact same thing that the Duggars have done. So that family, fix it, Jesus. You are listening to CurlyT.com's Fix It Jesus podcast. Please enjoy this short music break. You are listening to CurlyT.com's Fix It Jesus podcast. Please enjoy this short music break.
You are listening to CurlyT.com's Fix It Jesus podcast. Please enjoy this short music break. Keep listening for more information. Hello? Fix it, Jesus, with these diseases, child. Did y'all hear about this? 17 cases of MERS in South Korea? 680 people have been isolated as of the recording of this podcast. Now, MERS is M-E-R-S. It stands for Middle East respiratory syndrome and this whole thing is connected to a patient that was diagnosed in china for the first time so i mean i don't know what the situation is but um 18 people or is it 17 people anyway some people were quarantined in hong kong to keep them from you know hopping on a plane and spreading that mess all over the place because of that because of this recent uh outbreak like 600 and something like 650 680 people have been you know sort of quarantined because they may have come in contact with the infected uh, patients i'm gonna need y'all not to be spreading deadly diseases to a bunch of people just because you feel like you want to do what you want to do and i'm used to being able to go when i want to when i want to but suddenly i think i'm going to have to start curbing my habits stop it i don't care you want to hop on a plane and infect all those people and then those people go home and infect their people who then have children or something to go to school and infect all those school kids no stop it when somebody tells you to go sit down somewhere because you may have infect you may have an infection or something that's that will spread that is not controllable right now with medication when they tell you to do that you need to sit down and stop trying to infect the rest of the world with your mess. I guess what? You going down and you don't want to go by yourself? Is that what it is? Stop. I'm going to need Jesus to fix your mentality. Because it's straight diabolical. That's some nihilistic stuff right there. Sit down somewhere. Anyway, MERS was first discovered in, uh, I think it was Saudi Arabia. Was it Saudi Arabia? You remember. Anyway, it was Saudi Arabia until like 2012, 2011, somewhere around there. Um, It's like a... It's like a, like a super virus that's like a common cold and SARS and it could, you know, cause all types of stuff like pneumonia and kidney failure, breathing problems and fevers and <sighs> ain't nobody got time to be sick. Really, truly, when you are exposed to that type of stuff or you're the carrier of that type of stuff and the doctor tells you to sit down and to not get on an enclosed plane where you are potentially contaminating all types of people you need to take that advice stop thinking you know everything now if you take that advice and you have a test and it turns out that you're not sick but people still want to quarantine you then you can fight okay but no this stuff right here that spreads like the common cold no 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 Anyway, I'm reading a report that says about 1,100 cases of the virus are worldwide with up to this point 479 of the patients that have died. So, this is a serious situation. You know, we're praying for all the people in South Korea and China where this is is apparently trying to have a little flare up. 
So let's just hope that gets squashed real quick because there are billions of people in that area. We don't need something hopping on a plane and spreading out to the rest of the world or vice versa. So fix it, Jesus. For real. I'm not saying that flippantly. Please, please fix it because people are losing their lives. Anyway, that's all I have for this edition of Fix It, Jesus. Just look for the the Fix It Jesus for the Fix It Jesus podcast. I'm not really sure what I want to do, but I do want to talk about some very important topics to me that quite honestly have absolutely nothing to do with DIY and, you know, that type of recipe creation. So, you know, if you like DIY, but you also like a bunch of different other things, like most people in the world, I will be talking about the things that I feel jump out to me and things that I've noticed about whatever's been going on recently. Anyway, I will talk to you guys soon, probably most likely in another curlytea.com podcast. So look out for those and look for more of these little rants. I will definitely try to go on and try to record more and post them up so y'all can tell me how y'all feel. If y'all agree, if y'all disagree, whatever the situation is. I know I say that a lot. I will continue to say it a lot. So don't get mad. <laughs> don't be mad. Why you mad? <laughs> don't be trying to tell me what to say out of my own mouth, okay? Anyway, <laughs> I'll talk to y'all soon. <laughs> don't forget you can add your blog posts, opinions, recipes, and link to your business and social media websites by signing up and becoming a subscriber at curlyt.com. <laughs> <laughs>